Let me tell you something. Your story, it will help people connect with you in an emotional and visceral way. It's the deepest kind of connection. It will make them seek you out to do business with you. It will make them refer you to their friends and colleagues enthusiastically. It will make them come back and back again and continue to support you. And they will do all this not just because you're a talented photographer or an inspired musician or a great designer. You can be all those things. But the reason they will seek you out and refer you enthusiastically is because they connect with your story. This is episode 31 of the Personal Branding with Lynn podcast, and we are talking about your story. Don't sleep on the story, y'all. Welcome to Personal Branding with Lynn, a podcast for creatives launching your side hustle or second career. If you are a new creative business owner and you're struggling to find out how you can promote yourself authentically, find your ideal customers, and create a sales process that keeps customers in the pipeline, then you need a personal brand. That means if you own a business, you have a much better chance of winning people's trust If you bond with them first as a human being, and you do that by creating a personal brand. And that's the mission of this podcast. We will learn how to use a personal brand to help you launch and propel your creative business. Let's get started. Hi, this is Linford Morton, but you can call me Lynn, and this is the Personal Branding with Lynn podcast. Welcome to episode 31. So glad to be hanging out with you again for another episode where we are working our way through season three, and in season three, we're talking about, again, like the name of the podcast is, personal branding and how you build your personal brand, but even more so... How you do that from scratch, and because so many people now coming out of the pandemic and and because of everything that's been going on in the world are rethinking a lot of things and thinking to themselves, perhaps now is the the time for me to to go out and try that new business and i I made that same decision almost ten years ago, and I can tell you that I never regretted it, not that it was easy but it was always worth the effort and worthwhile. So now I'm trying to help you do that and not make all the mistakes I made along the way. So today we're going to talk about another way that you can separate yourself and differentiate yourself in a crowded field, right? Because many of us are in crowded creative fields. We're photographers, where so many photographers are around and writers and designers and musicians and Creatives abound these days because the cost of entry is is so low. And so how do you stand out and how do you make a lane for yourself? Well, last our last episode, we began a three-part series. And we talked about, if you haven't seen listened to that one yet, back in episode 30, we talked about one way to do it, and, and it's by leading with your values. Today, we're going to get into the second part of that three-part series, By telling your story. That's how you will stand out. By telling your story.
You know, this is the best time to launch a business. Seriously. With today's technology, you can do just about every essential function from a cloud-based service or a phone app. Now, with that technology and that kind of access, you can also waste a lot of time and money using products that don't work as advertised or picking the wrong one when there's a more efficient option for you. Here's how I can help you. I have tested just about every app in every major category, and I created a guide to help you pick the major players in each service and know then which one is best for you and which one can provide you the best value. Now, in addition to going through and saying listing each of them and which ones might provide the best value, I also, because I've used most of them, can tell you which one I think was the best and which one I'm currently using. So I think this can be helpful for you. So if you are now searching for technology to help you launch or run your business, don't waste any more time and money trying to build your business with the wrong tools for the job. Go get my Tech Whisperer for Creatives guide, and you can find it at Tech for Creatives. Tech, T-E-C-H, for, F-O-R, Creatives dot com and download the free guide. It's about 12 pages of really good information to help you pick the right technology for your business. All right. Techforcreatives.com. Go get it now. Stop me if you've heard this one. In 1976, two college dropouts, both of them named Steve, decided that they wanted to create a different kind of computer. Back then, computers were big and huge and usually for with mainframes and in big offices and big companies like IBM. But they wanted to create the kind of personal computer that anyone could have in their office or their homes. They went to work in their garage and they they built the first prototype in their garage and sold it. And it had this thing called a graphical user interface, which had never seen before. So you could actually move and, and, and move things across the screen, much like we do today. They invented that back then. The company went on to be wildly successful and it makes billions and billions and billions By now, you should know, you might know that I'm talking about Steve Wozniak and Steve Jobs from Apple Computer, how they started that that, that company, running it out of their garage because they wanted to build a, a more accessible computer. That's the story. And, and, and that story has survived now for decades. (laughs) This happened in 1976. That, and that's the power that a story can have for a company and for a personal brand. You know, as I said in the intro, if you want to stand out, if you want to, you know, resonate your business to resonate with, with people and, and resonate on a deep level, you got to share your story because all things being equal with companies of, of, of 
created as if they're all photographers or designers, and all of them are equal in experience and uh, and and uh, ability. It's the story that will separate and bring in potential customers. And you know, the story doesn't even have to be that dramatic. It doesn't have to be anything really big or outlandish. It can be something very simple. I used to like when I lived in in the DC area in Northern Virginia, I used to go I used to love to just go around the area and sit in, outside of cafes and coffee shops to do my work. That's one of I thought the benefits of working for yourself. And I used to go to this little neighborhood in Alexandria, Virginia and sit outside and on this strip where I would go to work, it, there were a lot of restaurants on this strip. It was uh, and, and, and a and a big walking therapy. Lots of people would walk up and down the strip and go into all, you know, the restaurants and coffee shops along the way. And and there were these two restaurants, very different fare, very different kind of food in each of them, and they were adjacent to each other. And the thing was, one of them, I mean, both of them were owned by the same person. And the same person, for economies of scale, used one kitchen for both restaurants on each side. So these two restaurants, they're, they're adjacent, they share this this um, kitchen, and invariably, as people walked up and down the strip, couples and families or individuals, I'd always hear one stop and turn to the other and go, you know, these two restaurants share the same kitchen? And the other person might go, wow, that's cool. And then, they, and then they'd say, let's go check one out. And they'd go in. And I saw this repeat itself over and over again with all these opportunities of restaurants on that strip, people would stroll down and and make a decision based on the story of, wow, this guy shares a kitchen with two different kinds of restaurants. Isn't that cool? That's it. And that's how so many, I watched so many people make their decisions. You know, the story can be simple, but if people latch on to it, it can be uh, pretty effective. So, hearing all of this, right, say you're buying into the concept of needing to tell your story. You might be wondering, well, what story would I tell? I don't have a story that I that anyone would find interesting. Oh, but you do. You, everyone has stories. And, and the thing is, something happens to you to get you where you are, and and you think of that as, eh, it happened. But for somebody else, that's that can be a story that's interesting and that is um, really compelling for you and your business. So for most business, well, I'll say all business owners and businesses need to have three different kinds of stories in your story arsenal and your sto- your bank of stories, if you will. You need three kinds of stories, and uh, they are the the why story, the what story, and the who story. Now, before I tell you about what those stories are, let's just stop and, and, and agree on the construct of a story. For a story, you need a beginning, an end, and an inciting incident. A beginning, an end, and an inciting incident. And so 
that's what most stories are. They're built around this inciting incident or an event of some kind. This is why you go home and this is why you come home from work and, and say, you won't believe what happened to me today. You won't believe what I saw in the restaurant this afternoon. You won't believe what happened in the coffee shop. You won't believe. And, and it's always an event of some kind around which any interesting and compelling story is wrapped. And so there's an event that happened. And then the story has a beginning and an end, right? And, and so that's a, a simple structure to think about. And, and the inciting incident can be the thing that, that you wrap it around. And so, for for you, for your why, your what, and your who story, you just have to think about the events that were pivotal for these uh, phases of your, for these um, parts of your business. The why story, a lot of a lot of us are familiar with the whole start with why concept, made popular by by Simon Sinek. Start with why, and the whole point of that is to tell a story that that really gets into your your reason for being in business like what got you here and, and, and why are you here and, and why do you do what you do what's the real reason down down inside and it could be something as simple as your origin story right you know i i talked about steve and and steve jobs and wozniak and their origin story and their why of the origin story was that they wanted to make a simple computer that anyone could use at home and in their office and so from that story and that why comes their their origin story the why story why are you doing this you know you know what what is driving you so you need that why story but next you need a what story. Now, the what story is what's the what you know, what's the big problem you're trying to solve? What are you trying to really accomplish? And I, I don't mean on a product level, product by product. I'm trying to write press releases to make people have better, you know, PR. No. The the, the big mission related, what are you trying to accomplish? I like um, this guy named Leslie Samuel, who is a um, he, he is a, a podcaster, and his whole pitch is he teaches people how to build a business around the blog, and he begins his podcast with "I'm trying to change the world one blog at a time." You know, that's his what. It, it, you know, it, it, that's his what story. Um, he says he he started. As a biology in a biology teacher, and he couldn't get the job he wanted at at a university as a university instructor, so he started teaching on YouTube, and, so, and he built a blog and a YouTube around teaching people how to to do biology, and and in doing so, it became so popular, and he got such a big following that that he, he, he influenced so many people. And then the same university who said before he went to apply that he was not qualified came to him and offered him a job. So he got his dream job. And, and that whole thing took him full, um, full circle. You know, that's a great what story. Um, you know, what was his... So now he, he goes out and he tries to teach other people how to do the same thing, to change their world one blog at a time. A great what story, right? What is it? Now, the what story can also be great for a rallying cry, right? A motivational, you know, people like us do this and we rally around it. And Nike does this to great effect. 
you know, their whole Just Do It campaign and their similar sort of aspirational campaigns that they that they run are great for the, the whole what. And the cool thing is, like we learned in an earlier episode of Storytelling, when you're, when you're telling these kinds of stories, you make your customer the hero. And Nike does this, man, probably better than most people. There was this one camp, there's one campaign they ran around the London Olympics, the Greatness Campaign. I'm not sure if you've seen it. I'll put a link to it in the show notes for this episode, episode 31. And uh, there was, here's just one small part of the the copy from the, the one of the commercials. He says, greatness, it's not just something we made up. Somehow we've come to believe that greatness is a gift reserved for the chosen few, for prodigies, for superstars. And the rest of us can only stand by watching. You can forget that. Greatness is not some rare DNA strand. It's not some precious thing. Greatness is not more unique to us than breathing. We are all capable of it, all of us. And the visual is of this um, young, probably a little, you know, um, pudgy-ish kind of kid out running just tr- in, a, in, in the street by himself, just, you know, trudging along, trudging along, trudging along and, you know, out there putting in the work, doing the work by himself. And, and so they're saying now that that can be greatness. There's another one. It was more of the wrap up one of all the the campaign and I'll, I, the video I'll I'll post will show all of them. So this is the last one. It says, and this is one that I think they they aired right around the the Olympics. There are no grand celebrations here, no speeches, no bright lights, but there are great athletes. Somehow we've come to believe that greatness is reserved for the chosen few, for the superstars. The truth is, greatness is for all of us. This is not about lowering expectations. It's about raising them for every last one of us. Because greatness is not in one special place, and it's not in one special person. Greatness is wherever someone is trying to find it. Ah, so inspirational. So that's a great that's an example. I, I use greatness because I'm stuck in that great thing. But that's a wonderful example of uh, a what story that is meant to be more aspirational and to get people to rally around, um, get your customers to rally around. It's a bigger idea and a bigger, bigger theme, if you, if you, if you will. Um, it's almost like the 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 Think Different campaign that we talked about in a much earlier podcast episode that, that you know, Apple, here's to, the, here's to the crazy ones. And so those kinds of stories can really resonate and galvanize and build community. So, and, and more importantly, those kinds of stories help your customers see themselves in what's possible for them. You know, this allows them to think bigger than their current circumstances into what's possible for them, hopefully with you as their guide. So the what story. And then the last one is the who story. And this can be um, like micro case studies. This is when you tell the story of people, the people you've helped. 
the people who have come to you with a problem and because of whatever you do, you've been able to have, help them achieve some measure of success for them. And so those stories are more social proof. It works and it works for people just like you. And so these kinds of stories work best when people can see themselves in the stories. And these stories work best when you tell stories that are, are around common objections for your your business. If, if you think that people's um, a common objection would be, I don't have enough time. You tell a story of somebody who was strapped for time and who, you know, along with you was able to uh, really accomplish something great with the time they didn't think they had. Or someone who, who just didn't think, you know, they they had it in them and you helped to bring that out. Or whatever it is you do and whatever transformation you create with your product or service or whatever it is you do, you tell the story of how someone... As it was able to see some benefit from it. I was thinking about that the other day when I was um, getting ready to, to talk about some media relations services. And uh, it reminded me of a client I'd worked with. This is when I worked uh, back in, on the corporate side. And he was a police chief of one of the largest American cities. And uh, he was the spokesperson for a campaign that I was leading because we were trying to sell a, 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 a technology that would allow first responders to communicate in crisis. And so he's the guy who went out there and, and you know, we paired up and, you know, got him doing <laughs> um, interviews on, in, in newspapers and, in, 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 um, in trade publications and just, just, and then on social media constantly. And so, you know, I, we've got this guy, we're just pushing him out there and pushing him out there. And within three months, he really started blowing up within his niche to the point that he got invited to be a keynote speaker at one of the industry conferences where he had only ever gone as an attendee. And he was being asked, he was, you know, being called. Um, for interview quotes on stories of the day. And so he was becoming, you know, within his community and his former peers, a rising star. And so I remember I met him for lunch one afternoon and we were going to talk about, you know, our progress in the campaign and what comes next. And to this day, he was gushing like a little school child. And I was like, well, what's going on, man? And he said, you know what? This stuff really works. You know, when we met and you said we were going to do this, I thought it was a bunch of hooey. But man, this stuff really works. <laughs> and I went, yes, it does. And it made me laugh. And I, I always remember that quote. And I, I always tell it when, you know, when I talk about the success people can have doing media relations. This guy went from someone who you know, nobody really knew outside of his department to being no seen on an industry level and being asked to keynote and, and, and speak on issues. And it's all because of the work we did. And so there you go. There, there is a micro customer story that I, that I just told a story about somebody who, you know, started needed help. And we got us, we got some, a solution for them. So, so that's it. You have these three kinds of stories you can tell, though, though, 
the why, you know, why are you in, why are you here and what's your origin and what drives you, the what, you know, what's the big problem you're trying to solve and what is, what's, what, what is it that we can rally around with you and the who, who have you helped and who have you been able to, you know, to, to help to achieve something. And so now you have this framework for all of these stories and and what your your work now is to go back and go through your mind and think about what stories fit in each of these situations for you. And the way to find the prompt to get you there is to think about what happened. You know, what happened? How did I learn this? How did I know this? How did it become? So if you're saying I want to tell the origin story of why I'm in business. What was the incident that made you think, you know what? I think I want to, I want to do this. There's usually that one incident or one event that triggered something to happen. And when you find that one, you think to yourself, okay, good. I have it. You know what happened beginning, middle and end. And then you say to yourself, you know, what happened? What was the feeling I had associated with that? And what were the lessons I learned because of it? And then what was the outcome? And that's an easy way for you to structure the story because in any story, it doesn't have to be a business-related story, but in any story, you can pull out a business lesson because you get to de- you get to decide what the lesson is from the story. So you think back to the story like... Um, you know, there's something that's traumatic or something that happened in, in your, your childhood or your family so dynamic and you think, okay, good. How did I feel when that happened? Because the feelings are, you know, are what make the story, what make the story emotional and help people lock on to it. So what was the feeling associated with it? And then what was the lesson you learned? This is the crux. This is how you bring it back home. What was the lesson? You got to have a lesson or takeaway. It was just story time. This is what makes it work for your business. You got to pull out a lesson that's relevant to your business from, and you can do that from any story. So what was the lesson I learned? And then what was the outcome? What happened as a result of all of that? And so if you can structure your stories like that, um, around whatever the ev- incidents or events were, then you are on your way to creating real stories that can resonate and, you know, bring, magnetize people around your brand. Okay? So there you have it. Three kinds of stories. The why story, the what story, and the who story. And then for each of them, you find the 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 incident or the event that happened that triggered something and then you think about how what was the feeling around that what were the lessons and then what was the outcome and you tell your beginnings middle end story wrap it around that all right so there you go this is how you can now begin to separate yourself from everybody else even more by telling your story Well, that's it for this episode of the Personal Branding with Lynn podcast. You can find me at personalbrandingwithlynn.com or at personalbrandingwithlynn, both on Instagram and Facebook. Hey, that's it for for now. Remember, the tech download, you want to go get that, that tech download and make sure that you're using the right tech 
for your business. All right, that's it. I'll talk to you again Monday when we finish the third part of this three-part series and talk about your point of view. All right, here's to your success. Take care.